Aziza, you slipped and hit your head on a crate in the middle of this <laughs> crisis that's going on. Very inconvenient time to go unconscious. And you'll find out what happened. Uh, when I know, reading. because I literally don't know. I only know that I was know. cursed because I was the only one who spoke goblin. <laughs> because you had to leave. But yes, um, uh, I know. The only player who can speak goblin left. It was, I'm sorry! <laughs> it's it's alright. It worked out fine. So you'll <laughs> see what happened. But while you're unconscious you get more of these flashbacks that you have not had since um it would only have been a few days ago in in the game time right and it would be before waking up uh it's been a crazy week (laughs) yeah Uh, (laughs) no shit there man yeah waking up in the monastery and the first thing that you remember uh, oh yeah oh you, you did have some flashbacks in firelight or at least some feelings of flashbacks. You didn't right. get direct memories, but you are a small child and you are chasing a young dwarven girl with red hair. You instantly know her name, Yam Dora, but you know her as Dora. Uh, you're chasing her in uh, a woods near the estate where you live. She's hiding and she's good at it. Your your childlike frustration is coming out. You come to kind of a path in the trees, and there is kind of a left path that goes down a hill, or a right path that goes up a hill. The left path, it's kind of like more wet and dark, but it looks like it goes further. And the upper path is lighter, and it looks like it's shorter, like it just goes to the top of the hill. Which do you take? I take the left one. Okay. Your little legs run down the left one looking for Dora. She's nowhere to be found, and you're calling out to her. Your voice just echoes through the through the woods. Do you yell again for her, or do you walk back up the way you came? Can I sense anything? You make an arcana check. Um, so 16 plus 3, 19. You feel an intense heat, um, and you cannot locate the source. Uh, it, it is somewhere nearby. It's somewhere within maybe 20 feet of you. And it's that's strange, because as a child, you would know what hot things feel like. But this is like an intense heat that is kind of all around, and that's you getting a sense of your magic bearing. You know, as a child, I think you're probably around 9 or 10 at this point. You wouldn't know all of what magic means and you wouldn't even know that you were magic but you feel this intense heat all around you do you want to call out for her do you want to go back up can i search out for the intense heat you look around wildly but the damp forest is the only thing nearby you move a bush aside um, the dew gets on your hands okay it's a little bit dark because of the tall trees so i think i'm gonna go back up then so you go back up. Do you go back the way you came from your estate, or do you go back up on top of the hill? I go back to the other path and take the other path up. Okay, so you take the other path up the hill. You're tackled by Dora from behind a bush, and you guys go tumbling and laughing uh, into into another bush. She says, gotcha, and then after uh, she untangles herself, she runs off back onto the path. I am totally after her. 
Okay, so you're after her, and she's heading up the path, and you're running after her, and I'd like you to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, God. Seven, eight. So there's like a big uh, tree root sticking up out of the ground, and you're kind of like a tall, gangly kid. <laughs> Yamdora is like, she's a tiny dwarf, and mm-hmm. she slides under the root, and you try to go over it, because under it would be too difficult for you, and you topple to the ground, and you feel this intense heat again. Your hands in particular feel really hot, and you're really angry. Make a charisma saving throw. Oh, natural 19 plus 6. <laughs> you take a deep breath and you stand up and brush the mud off your knees and Yamdora has taken off and, and she's uh, you don't you don't hear her anymore. And I think that is the first time Aziza really experienced the magic within her and I think she probably realizes that that could have been really really dangerous. What was welling up within you. So the flashback switches and you are listening into a conversation between your tiefling father and brother who are talking in your father's study, and you're listening from the outside. They are talking about a local lord who they are going to uh, swindle out of a lot of money. They are going to basically take uh, money that they were entrusted to protect um, when moving it from city to city instead of helping this lord. And they're talking about how it will put the the lord basically out of nobility do you go in or do you continue to listen Uh, fuck um i go in uh you you go into the room you open the door and they both stop talking and look at you and your brother goes what is it aziza at this point you are uh, a teenager and he looks like a young man are you gonna take everything he has aziza this is what we do. I don't like it. Well, too bad. You, if you don't want to live here, you can go somewhere else. And uh, your father goes, Enough. Aziza, you will help us with this. And you will learn your place. No. And I storm out. Okay. So you storm out and make another charisma saving throw. 16. I think in your teenage angst and rage at what's going on you slam the door as you leave and it occurs to you that it might be a good idea to throw a fiery magic flame at uh the the door of your father's study do you do that no okay i think you well it up in your hands a little and then you don't do it okay and you storm away and then the vision changes again You are younger this time. You're not quite a teenager. You're not quite as young as you were in the first vision. Your brother is teaching you how to control your magic. Okay. And you're in the woods and um, you're hunting a a deer-like beast. It's kind of like a a cross between like a deer and like if rabbits were huge. 
Okay. You both are stalking this uh, deer bunny in a, a similar woods to, to where you were as a child, probably uh, the same area. And you guys are sneaking and following a trail, and I want you to make a stealth check. Nine. You're creeping behind your older brother, and you crunch a twig. Five or six of these bouncy, thin, deer-like creatures hop up from the field uh, from around where you were you're like up on a hill in the forest and and down in this kind of like field they all pop up out of the the tall grass and start bouncing away and your brother turns back at you and like growls at you he's like and uh he takes off after the animals you would probably feel at this point like you wouldn't feel the same defiance you did as a teenager um a little too young I think you would follow him unless you want to try to go around and fix your mistake in being flashy and try to ambush them from from going around the other side of the field. Um, yeah, I'm going to try and do that. So instead of following him, you run around the side of the field. Am I ready to cast Firebolt? Yeah, I think so. You go around and you and you go around like a, a small rock pile to try to get around from where you thought they were going. Mm-hmm. And you turn, and there's one out about 80 feet in front of you. It's one by itself. The other ones went another direction. It's a small one, but if you don't get it, then your mistake of being noisy would have been for naught. Uh, if you want to, you can cast fireball, Firebolt on the creature. I do. Okay, so make a ranged attack roll. So that's um, 12 total. Do I hit it? You uh, you turn the corner at the same time as this beast, and you look into each other's eyes, um, both young and a little stunned, both a little naive to the, what the world is like. You feeling like maybe you have another choice, chuck this firebolt at this um, rabbit thing, and it bounces out of the way. Uh, you hit hit the ground, and, and the, the creature bounces into the woods away from you quicker than you can run. I think uh, at the end of this vision, you get a flash of your father's anger at the two of you for not bringing back food and you, you feeling intense guilt that you probably didn't deserve, really. Then I think uh, you wake up, which will be the in the next episode. Mm-hmm.